Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, old buddy. All right. How you doing? Fucking good, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, you enjoy that? Yeah, certainly did. How, how could you not? Yeah, it's decent. We, we, we called for that after the midweek game. Bale starting and uh, he's back. Mate, it's uh, is he back? Like, is is he back, or is it is it two great games against two shit teams? No, because or... he, he didn't look that good against shit teams early on in the season. There's a there's a swagger and a confidence about him that has been missing for the majority of the season. So, I think he's I back. Swagger. Yeah, I don't know what the new celebration's about. I'm not a huge fan of that, but otherwise. Brilliant. <laughs> Did you see Lucas's attempt to get in on it? Yeah, uh, it's not Lucas's attempt to get in on anything though. It's always going to be a bit left field. It's probably like I, I know he scored a goal, but it's probably like the only downside of the game, maybe. Yeah, because he had one where in the first half where we could have gone two 0 up, where he just blasted it straight at Nick Pope, and uh, yeah, it's just the summer. He's just not on the same level as the other ones, and it sticks out a little bit more when. Bale and Kane and Son are playing so well. Tangy's pulling strings and Javier's doing his thing and Lucas is just there as like the competition winner. It's a bit... <laughs> it's nice seeing Delhi come on at the end and just look excited and energised, carrying that momentum on again as well. Yeah, he's got rid of that weird uh, facial hair he had before as well and that's sort of a good sign, I think. You know when like um, Ericsson had his uh, hair plugs and suddenly <laughs> regained some confidence and stuff like that? I think... You know, Delhi actually being groomed and looking less dishevelled than he did before is probably a good sign for us that he actually found a bit of self-confidence and, uh, you know, wants to put himself back in the limelight again. I mean, we had to win that, though, didn't we, really? Like... I think we have to win the next three. I think, um, having a look at the fixtures, we need to knock off um, Fulham and uh, Palace in, in fairly similar fashion, to be honest. I think the Fulham game is going to be the hardest of the lot because they're actually playing all right. Um, and they gave us a proper game earlier on in the season. So I am I'm not worried about it, but I think they're they're one we have to be careful of. But uh, Palace, we should we should look to do a similar job on. Um, but I'm not sure how we how we do it because I don't know if if Gareth's got three games in a week in him. But I'd I'd quite like to to go with almost an exact version of this team because the back five as well. I think that's our strongest defence on paper. Um, there's not an awful lot to choose from, but those back two, Toby and, and Davo, I think they dovetail and work together quite nicely. Obviously, if it goes shit, it ain't goes shit spectacularly. But Toby's the right kind of person to hold Davo's hands for a game. And Davin Maybe the neighbour he needed. Well, and, he, and he's got the legs to kind of make up for Toby's lack of them as well. So yeah. it's a nice balance. Dyer's not at the same level. Rodon's maybe not ready yet. Um, and there's nobody else really there who can 
who can contribute to the same level. And both fullbacks are obviously the two better fullbacks. Doherty, I think they actually they said something quite interesting on the commentary that I think we should delve into properly when we have the uh, when we do the proper podcast during the week. But um, they almost made it sound as if we'd bought Doherty and assumed that we'd have Davies as a starting left back and that he'd be bombing on and be playing essentially the wing-back role that we had. Because last season we were doing that thing with Oreo where yeah. they went into a back three on the ball and the right winger joined the attack. But then because we got the Region deal done, it kind of threw that tits up. So he had to play as more of a traditional right-back and he's, he's clearly not as good at that. Um, so it, kind of a, a failure of the recruitment part, department not to to foresee a better left-back coming in. But it is what it is, funny. Just on that, it is quite mad, isn't it? Like, because obviously a lot of the attention is going to go to the the hallowed front three, like gelling and seemingly looking what we would at all dream they would be. But having Reggie back at the left, like, is it's been such a boost. You can just see it makes our play so much more dynamic again, massively. like immediately. Massively, like, massively. Yeah. Well, you've got to have a a decent player of that level in every position on the field, at least at, at the level that we're wanting to play to. You can't when you can't carry anybody. We don't have the ability or the room to, to have any passengers. And as soon as you have one or two, you can clearly see the effect on the team. So it's, um, here's what it is. It's, uh, we'll get there. I think, uh, as we've said, this squad needs a heavy amount of work, but the foundations that are there, you can't really knock them. It's beautiful as well seeing like, a player like Ndombele now who, you know how is it? How it's kind of been, I guess, sort of where we are with Bale at the moment, where you're like, please stay this good. Please just be, now you've got Ndombele there, just, just class. You know, like yeah. today, it's just, you're not worried about him. You're just like, yeah, he's there. He started and he's brilliant and he contributes and he's just, it's, it doesn't stand out anymore, which isn't supposed to be taken as a negative. It's just like, yeah, of course he's good because he's from Domino and he's there and he starts for us. And he's Did he get just... another 90 minutes today as well? I think so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Did you read that um, interview with him in the midweek? Yeah, I did. I did yeah, actually. That was, was, that, quite... that was quite good because he, he was fairly honest in that as well. And, fairly, yeah. and, and, you know, fessed up to the fact that he was ready to go and kind of give up on it and, you know, thought it was a bit of a... A nightmare, and uh, one of the interesting bits of that is, I think he blamed Potch's pre-season for a few of his injuries, which I wasn't, I didn't see coming. But you can kind of see if you're not, if you're not used to that level of work, how it's going to take a toll. But um, he also said something to sort of to the effect that he wasn't that bothered about Pochettino going, didn't he as well? Yeah. Because he, he kind of got the vibe those two didn't maybe get on that well or something but I, I, the, the thing I did think was quite funny through that whole article was that like he obviously thinks Mourinho is a bit of a dick but he also he also is kind of like he is what he is you know um, and I think he has begrudging respect for him because how can you not really yeah. I think I think the majority of the team are probably like that because that's the difference between Mourinho being a dick and when you have Tim Sherwood in charge and he's just a dick and he's got nothing to fall back on he's just a prick whereas this guy's a prick but he's got every medal under the sun to show for himself at the same time so it's nice you know it's nice to have a couple of games back to back where we're actually happy and have enjoyed watching the team play and we've played some decent stuff and there actually seems to be a, a, a positive path forward for the team at the minute so it makes a huge difference to where we were a month ago 
I think what's, what the thing I take away from this that's most important is it's like it'll be very easy to hear kind of revisionist opinions like, well, it's Burnley, we should have done this, we should be beating this. But as we know better than anybody, these are the type of fixtures that classically, not just Spurs, we've seen it happen at Anfield, you know, a few weeks back. Burnley are that team that can stifle you, can annoy you and can often get the result or at least get a draw against you. But the fact we've just turned up, blown them away to end what has been a horrible run of form for us is, is something to take a lot of positive from, especially after the result in midweek and hopefully now business end of the season, especially, you know, we've, we've spoken about how quickly things can change in this league. Leicester are tailing off. Arsenal are breathing down our neck again. Mm-hmm. But, if we start kind of kicking into gear at the at the right point of time, yes, it's an outside chance, but there's nothing to say we can't still make a, a late push for the top four. So, no, you know, as long as we've put a decent run together, like I said, if we put three wins on the back on back to back and then go into that Arsenal game in good form and, and try and win that as well, four wins on the trot would be, you know, such wood absolutely brilliant for our season. I think, um, I think it just goes to show just how quickly. This weird season as well can can flip and, and chop and change and um, yeah it's uh, it's interesting. There was something I was going to say then I completely forgot what it was. We'll save it for the uh, for the proper pod midway. Yeah, if I, if I remember what it is, yeah. But no, I was uh, I was pleased. I was happy. It's good to see us back winning. Um, and yeah, there's a few little few little niggles in there that we should probably pick through and and uh, I'm sure we will uh, when we on the longer format of this. But uh, no, it's interesting. I'm jealous of the yellow shirt, mate. It's... I got this when I went to the when I went to the uh, when I went to the stadium earlier this year uh, with the missus. Um, my sister-in-law to be had got us a voucher for the uh, club shirt, so so I spent uh, a portion of it there on this. You didn't fancy getting a foam finger and like a hat with two of those drink cups and things. I don't know. I do have a picture of our last wearing the foam finger, but I didn't buy it myself. No. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's recall it there. Yeah, that's fine by me. I think that's fine. Yeah, that's all right. I'll speak to you in a bit. I'll speak to you probably later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.